How's it going, everyone? Welcome to the Personal Finance Takeover. My name's Sean. This is my co-host, Fabian. And the title of this episode is Bitcoin versus Ethereum. Are these the future currencies? If you like this content, please consider following, downloading, liking, or subscribing, depending on where you are listening. Yeah, let's start with Bitcoin. So Bitcoin was the first application to take the blockchain technology mainstream. So Bitcoin was invented in 2008 by a person or a group of people using the name Satoshi Nakamoto, and it began its use in January of 2009. So Bitcoin is a decentralized digital currency, meaning that is not controlled by a central bank, government, or single administrator. Bitcoin is trying to solve all the current problems we currently have buying things online. Currently, things we buy online has to go through a bank or a credit card company for processing. And those companies take a cut of every purchase. So we rely on the current system to process all the transactions correctly and to protect our personal information. So Bitcoin solution, a peer-to-peer payment system that would remove the middleman to process transactions instead of a bank or credit card company recording all the transactions in one central ledger, all the users will record all the transactions at the same time via the blockchain. So anyone trying to cheat the system or make a fraudulent transaction would be rejected. As a result, no one user, bank, or government entity can force a fee on the payment or control the flow of currency. And this allows for quicker, cheaper ways to purchase items, even across national borders. The value of Bitcoin is based on the value of the currency itself. The higher the demand, the higher the price per Bitcoin. Bitcoin, however, does have a finite supply of 21 million Bitcoins, which is expected to be fully mined by the year 2140. Currently, at the time of this recording, there are 18.9 million Bitcoins in circulation, and they are trading at over $48,000 per coin, with a total market cap of $913.9 billion. So this ranks Bitcoin at number one in the crypto market. Bitcoin has reached an all-time high of almost $67,000 per coin in November 2021. So it's crazy to think that eight years ago, Bitcoin was trading at about $100 per coin. So now let's jump into Ethereum and learn about that coin. All right, so let's break down Ethereum. Ethereum takes blockchain technology one step further than Bitcoin by using decentralized smart contracts. The creator of Ethereum, Vitalik Buterin, released the project in 2015. Him and his co-founders made it so people can make decentralized applications and build smart contracts to engage in agreements without a third-party intermediary or centralized governing force. So an example of a centralized application is something like Uber. So you and a driver need to get matched. So Uber facilitates the ride and deals with processing the payment. This makes Uber the central authority. So if we were to look at a decentralized version of this, we're using a smart contract. You could program the rules to the smart contract to replace Uber completely. You could get the driver, make the payment without a centralized third party. All the processing happens in the contract and it's automated, efficient, and cheap. So Ethereum took all the stuff that made Bitcoin great and added smart contracts to it. These smart contracts have simple three functions. They store rules, they verify rules, and they self-execute the rules. They are simply just pieces of code that self-execute and they are secure. This is how NFTs are possible, for example. The Ethereum network that runs these smart contracts use a currency called Ether. 
This is what we could all invest in and is what is used to pay for transaction fees in the Ethereum network. Currently, at the time of this recording, there are 118.7 million Ether in circulation, and they're trading at over $3,829 per coin, with a total market cap of $454 billion, which marks it second in rank just behind Bitcoin. So Ether has reached an all-time high of $4,865,000 per coin. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. All right, so let's look at some of the differences between Bitcoin and Ethereum. So first, it's the supply. Bitcoin is limited to 21 million Bitcoin. Ether can be created and averages 18 million per year. The reason Ether goes up in value is because of demand and speculation. As more apps come into the Ethereum network, the demand goes up. Other projects that use Ethereum are Chainlink, Uniswap, Crypto.com's DeFi Swap, and several others. The transaction speed. Bitcoin takes a few minutes to get things going and Ethereum can take a few seconds. So it's faster when it comes to transaction speed. Bitcoin holds value in the currency itself compared to Ethereum. It holds value in the network. All right. So we've gone over explaining both of these, the differences between them. Now let's jump into our thoughts on this topic. So Fabian, what are your thoughts? So my thoughts, you know, I strongly believe that cryptocurrency is going to be our future currency whether it's Bitcoin, Ethereum, or another coin, um, one will you know, prevail and become most adopted by most countries. Now, given the supply of Bitcoin, the price of it can continue to rise. That is why a lot of people call it digital gold. I personally do own crypto, but a small overall percentage. I only invest in what I can afford to lose. So if one day the nations of this earth all ban cryptocurrency and I lose all my money, I can rest assured because... I was already going into it thinking I would lose this money. But if adoption and utility continue to grow, then I will be happy that I took some risk and bet on these speculative investments. How about you, Sean? What, what are your thoughts on these coins? Yeah, so I, I just love crypto in general. And I am a huge fan of the Ethereum network. I've been messing with uh, the NFTs and to be able to do that, that's all on the Ethereum network. So I've been purchasing a lot of Ether to be able to buy NFTs. And I also just invest in Ether as well. So I think the Ethereum network is just awesome and it's going to keep developing to be better and better. And there's just a lot to look forward to with that network. So I think that's amazing. Bitcoin, I think of it kind of like a, a digital gold. I think it's the original, it's the OG one, it's not going anywhere. And I think it could be something that's good to invest in as well. Uh, there's so much to the crypto space, but 
I think my love for it comes down to Ethereum being my my favorite um, out of everything. So those are my stances on it. I think it's something great to invest in. But just like Fabian's saying, like you have to be prepared uh, just in case the markets go south. Just recently, the markets have been up and then down. I mean, as always, crypto is very volatile. So if you're not ready for that roller coaster, then crypto might not be for you. But I personally think it's a great investment. Yeah, and don't forget that you know that there are other ways to make passive income with um, crypto. So we have made an episode uh, before talking about how to stake your crypto to earn some some money off of it. So if this is something that you believe in and want to invest in, then you know do your own research, you know before you invest into anything. And you know, look at other ways to to make money. All right, guys. So thank you guys for watching this episode. As always, this is not financial advice. If you enjoyed the episode, please consider sharing it with a friend. Follow, like, subscribe, comment, all of that good stuff. All right. Thank you guys for watching. We'll see you on the next one. Peace. Peace.